you are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. Holy poo-poo, it's been a while. I was sick, and we do bi-weekly episodes, and uh, hence we got a month off right there, so we're back. And boy, do we have good timing. Holy shit, there's so much to talk yes. about. Yes. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing uh, in general, just health-wise <clears throat> and anything new been going on? Health-wise, I'm okay. The cough, I had a cough for about three weeks. Uh, really sucked. Um, was able to work out in week two, so I was working out and coughing all the time. Um, doing pretty good. Uh, works crazy, but works always crazy. Um, yeah, man, it's good. Uh shit's good man shit's good it could always be worse you know what i'm saying like i just think about it and i always think you know life could always be way worse so yeah i'm I'm doing okay i'm doing okay so yeah 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 um yeah man yeah so there's so much to fucking talk about i think before we jump into the big thing which happens tomorrow uh because today is friday which is uh july 9th tomorrow july 10th will be ufc 264 the trilogy comes to an end the saga comes to an end with the trilogy fight between poirier and mcgregor uh i i think we need to talk on the other stuff before we jump into that though right like um you've do it you've discussed a few times now about your thoughts on retired fighters coming back coming back and uh there's been a, a, a small a small handful that have come back uh misha tate's back in action rashad evans has announced he's returning and fedor hmm. the legend 44 years old I believe he's 44 years old has announced that he's also returning we've discussed this mainly with bad examples and by bad examples i'm talking uh chuck and tito but (laughs) right but what is your thought about 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 all of these people coming back because keep in mind rashad was was kind of getting up there in age and he had a bad streak at the end misha she had a like a slight dip after she lost the belt but she wasn't too she wasn't over the hill by any means and it's not like she lost her ability uh, Amanda Nunes just fucked her up, but Amanda Nunes fucks up everybody. Mm-hmm. Fedor is forty-four; he shouldn't come back. But overall, I want your thoughts because your thoughts on on Chuck Liddell specifically. I want to know if those were just for Chuck Liddell or if those were for everybody coming back. I think right now it's hashtag trending. Um, <laughs> Like, as far as the Chuck Liddell thing goes, you know, that's one of the... I I consider that just a midlife crisis. You know, he just wanted to go out. I mean, it was just sad. The whole thing was sad. Um, Granted, the guy was in shape, but just watching that dude walk, uh, (laughs) it it almost brought a tear to my eye. You know, and I say it to this day, like, Tito should not... (laughs) He should not see that win as like a justified win whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, you know, but whatever. It's Tito. So I, I don't know. But as far as, you know, these other guys go, first off, Misha has. I, I Obviously, we don't know anyone's personal life, but 
from what I'm to gather, she had a pretty decent career going for her at, it was one? Was she working for one yeah. Pride or what was it? Yeah, well, she was out in, I think, Singapore. Oh, was it one? Family. Was it one or was it Rise? I think it was one. It was one. Pretty sure. Yeah, and she was VP. Yes. I mean, first off, you already made a name for yourself. Yes. You know, you, you, you weren't the best fighter. She but was a champion. You were one though. of the pioneers. She, and she was a champion. Right, exactly. I, I, I'd consider her a pioneer for women. Yes. Um, I mean, you already have that. You know, I, I, I get it. People become hungry for it again. But just do something else, you know. And I, 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 I'm tired of repeating myself, but, like, just spar. Have fun sparring. Like, do go enter, like, actual tournaments, you know, like martial arts tournaments that are graded by a point system, you know, where you're probably in, like, a full gi or something, and then spar on the side or teach, become a coach. But don't get in there, you know. Not to mention she's a mother. Yes. I think she, I think she has a new baby. You know, so it's like she went back into this training camp getting rid of the pregnancy weight. I mean, like, she's not the first fighter to do it. No, she isn't. She isn't. But I, I'm just saying in her position in general, like she had so much going for her. Why would you want to get back in the lion's cage? I that So her situation, I don't understand. Um, as far as guys like Rashad and... Uh, Fedor. What's his name? Yeah. I think it's for money. I think it's because of, again, the, the thing that's trending now. Although, I don't think really anyone's been talking about them lately, the Paul brothers. But, I mean, that or my, the Mike Tyson fight. Guys coming out of retirement, see what they could do in their 50s. But, uh, you know? okay, okay, that's a good it, point. It's, it's just a trending thing now. Mm. It's like, hey, let me come out of retirement and see if I still got it or not. Okay, so you bring up a very good point. I feel like when it when it came to Mike Tyson, that was a blast from the past type of experience. And Fedor isn't really a blast from the past, and neither is Rashad, and, and neither is Misha. I, I think they're all somewhat so still relevant uh, within mm. the past, what, 10 years, that it's it's not too crazy of, oh, wow, I, I can't believe Fedor's coming back. He was retired for, like, three years I don't even know, or, or Rashad. It's just, oh man, I can't believe Rashad's coming back. It's only been like five years, right? Like, yeah. like it's not like Tyson who was out for what twenty plus years, right? Like twenty five years or whatever it was. You know, that was yeah. more of a wow. The legend Mike Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson's coming back for an exhibition fight. Holy shit! Or. Yeah. Or um, Floyd, oh man, one, one of the greatest boxers of all time. Does he still have it? Let's see what happens. It's, and I'm not trying to discredit or discount the, <coughs> excuse me, the athletic feats and abilities of these three examples, right? Fedor, uh, Misha, and Rashad. I'm not trying to diminish them by any means, but I'm, what I am trying to say is just the scope and depth of, of, what they did and and what they what they proposed to bring back by returning to combat sports, I don't think is the same impact, mm. right? And it it brings into the so wait, why are they coming back? 
You know what I mean? Dan Hardy. Right. Dan Hardy wants to fight one more time. And he only wants to fight one more time because he couldn't retire on his terms because of his heart condition. Right? So they found this heart condition after a fight or whatever or during a, a physical. And they said, oh, you can't fight. He never got the ability to put the gloves down officially in the cage and say, I'm leaving on my terms. This is how I want to end it. They're, they're not, he, so I could understand that reason, right? I could understand that desire to get back just to say, I'm going to close the chapter on this for good by doing, doing it my way, you know? Mm-hmm. And Dan has moved on. Dan's a commentator, an analyst. He has his own gym. He's an instructor at the gym. Uh, he's, he's got his own brand going on, you know, with full reptile <clears throat> and full reptile radio and just he's got a whole company going on you know Mm -hmm. he's been doing great i don't know if it's a matter of people are i don't know maybe just maybe they're just bored you know chad mendez as you know we've discussed him multiple times is one of my favorite fighters of all time and i personally think he if he stayed in it he he would he would be a champion he left for fins and feathers, which is his hunting company, and that's his passion. His true passion is doing hunting expeditions and taking people who want to hang out with him and go hunting or fishing. He takes them out mm. in these fins and feathers tours, and they go out and they and they hunt, right? And they cook and they hang out and they camp, and and you get to hang out with Chad Mendez, and you get to, and if you're a hunter, you get to go to really cool places and hunt really cool things. Like it's an awesome thing. That's clearly Chad Mendez's passion. It's like Jay Leno with cars, right? Jay Leno with cars is a very different energy than Jay Leno when he did the, the Late Show, right? Jay Leno on his talk show, not the same energy as Jay Leno doing his car show. Yeah. And you could just hear it in his voice. The 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 relaxation, the the pure joy of hearing how Jay Leno talks about a car when he's in it and he's explaining it. He's explaining the manufacturing. He's explaining why it was so iconic. He's explaining what makes this car so unique. And he loves every curve, bolt. He loves the leather. He loves the, the style of the wheel and why it was bigger in this era and like the late 30s because before the 40s. Came. Like the dude's a car nut. The, the dude's an absolute fanatic for cars, and that passion just comes through so easily, and it's so fun uh, uh, to, 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 to experience, right, Like when you watch it. Chad Mendes has that with his fins and feathers, but Chad Mendes still trains his ass off. He's still a brick shithouse. I don't know if you've seen him. He's still hitting no. the bags. He's still in the gym just throwing weights around. He's still doing MMA training. He hasn't stopped. He's still, he still competes in jiu-jitsu. He's still like having some fun, you know what I mean? Right. But his passion, it's <laughs> it's obvious it wasn't MMA anymore. Right? And I don't see any of that kind of outside of MMA passion from the three people I just listed. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. I haven't seen anything promoted. Uh the only thing I know mostly about is Rashad was doing uh commentary. Right. That was it. He was an analyst on on the UFC on ESPN or uh, UFC on Fox desk, right? That's the only thing I saw him really doing. Mm. So I, I wonder if they don't have an, enough of a passion for something else. They're, so their true passion still lies in fighting, right? And to Is your, it a passion or is it, is it just something to fall back on because that's all they know? Uh, it could be that. It could be that, 
Right? I mean, they could be one and the same. Mm. Right? So, let, so let, let, let's, uh, let's, let's review this. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being, oh, no, 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 and 10 being, holy fuck, I can't wait. Where are you on the scale for these three coming back in? No, 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 Please don't. Please. You're on, you're on a one? Um, there, like you said, I mean, there's literally no reason. Um, and if there was a reason, first off, it can't be for money because the Paul brothers have been making it very clear that, uh, you, don't get paid. you know, MMA fighters, or at least in the UFC, they're they're just not getting paid. Yep. So, uh, I mean, we know for a fact Misha's coming back to UFC. Is Rashad Evans coming back to the UFC, I'm or is assuming. he with another? I'm assuming. Okay. Um, I'm assuming. I mean, so it can't be for money. Even if they got you know something decent compared to the past, it's still not. I'm sure it's still not what they could be getting if they fought Jake Paul or Logan Paul or did some, you know what I mean? Some sort of circus act type of fight. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm just as like dumbfounded. Like, I really don't know besides some sort of passion, I guess, to just get back in there. Uh, maybe they feel like they have some unfinished business. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you make a really good point about it can't really be about the money because the money is not that good, right? You know, um, yeah, uh, okay. exactly. We're just left speechless on this. I mean, the only thing I could think of is, although it is, you know, it, these fighters are just coming out of the woodwork. You know, I I mean, could we say it, it's some sort of minor like uh, or early stage of CTE or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, I mean, Misha literally had no reason to get back into any sort of uh, cage or ring or anything. She had a lot going for her, and I'm sure she was getting paid well enough. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know. No, that's that's 100% it. That's 100% it. Uh, so. I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't. It's very interesting to me. Um, speaking of people returning, TJ Dillashaw, Saturday, July 24th at the UFC mm. Apex Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. UFC Fight Night. Sandhagen versus Dillashaw. Dillashaw's return. He's been out for two years now? Two years. Yeah. Two years of not taking damage. This is true. I mean He immediately started he immediately started his suspension with surgery. And he was just, okay, I'm out two years. I'm getting all the things I've been waiting to get fixed, I'm getting them fixed. Oh, gotcha. So I think I think he so, I think he got his shoulder worked on. I think his elbow maybe. Like he got yeah. So we're talking about a refurbished. We're talking TJ about Dillashaw. a pure one hundred percent TJ Dillashaw. Mm. But see, now let me ask you this. Mm. At what, because this goes into question now, how many of those fights do you think he was clean 
I think it was clean for all of them except for the uh, Henry Cejudo. You think he was clean for the... Uh, uh, <coughs> I I don't know why I'm forgetting names all of a sudden. Cody Garbrandt? Uh, yes. Yeah, I was going to yes. say his old teammate. Yeah. I think he was clean for a lot of his fights because if you rewatch his fights, I don't see a guy who's juiced. Like, I don't mm. see a guy who has that much of an advantage. I see a guy with a very unique style, very unique footwork, head movement, um, very unique entries, very unique exits. Uh, really strong takedowns. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't see. I do believe he was taking he was juicing on the uh, Cejudo fight because he was cutting so much weight. I think he I think his mouth cast a check his body couldn't handle, and when he realized that, he was like, "Well, I need to do whatever it takes so I could still cast that check." You know, I remember him mentioning that too yeah. when he was explaining why he did it. Yeah. yeah, when when he was saying, "Oh yeah, I can make, I can make, I can cut down no problem." That's an easy cut, and then then all of a sudden he goes, "Oh shit, this is not an easy cut." Oh fuck, my body's mm. giving up on me. This is a problem, and him having to um, recover. I think that's why he did it. I know it's more fun and it's easier to be saying shit like, "Oh, he's dirty," or "Oh, he blah blah blah," or you know, he's, oh, he's always been a cheater. I mean, I've never, the only real dominant, I mean, he's had a few dominant, but it's not as if he's a John Jones level of when John Jones popped hot that twice, then it's just, <clears throat> hey, look how that goes, huh? When you're considered the greatest of all time and you pop twice and, uh, yeah. you've been devastating everybody in your path, uh, that's unique, huh? You know, um, it's just that's a more sketchy situation. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious if we're going to see another one, one of those picograms uh, situations, though, with TJ. Um, <coughs> and also, I was just thinking, too, if, if the Henry Cejudo fight was him juiced, like he was juiced and he still lost. Oh, he lost immediately. Yeah, I think I think regardless of the juicing, his body couldn't recover from the dehydration. So is he going back up in weight then? He's he's at the plan. He's at normal weight now. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. All right. So. So what do you think of his return? Do you think it's going to be a steady climb? Do you think he's going to be successful? Do you think he's going to jump the you know, the 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 top ten ranks and get get like some sort of title shot thing, or do you think he's going to show his rust and maybe not do so well? The rust is always the consideration. I think he'll be okay with the rust. I think Being at the UFC Apex with no audience, I, th I think it's mm. going to help him, actually, because it's going to feel more like just a training session, um, sure. less than the nerves of going in front of a giant crowd that might be booing him. Um, I, it, I'm so curious, man. Every time this happens, every time there's a long layoff and somebody returns, it's always a what-the-fuck's-going-to-happen situation, right? I don't know what's going to happen. I think he... I think he gets back in the top 10 if he wins. 
I think so. I I would love to see how he behaves now, right? Mm-hmm. Against the current the current fighters that we got going on. Um I think that would be great. Um Well, I think that's interesting in general because a lot of these guys, even coming out of retirement or ladies, that's something to consider. It's like, look at the new warriors we have in all these different weight classes that they're not familiar with. Yes. So. Yeah, I, I, man. I'm very intrigued. I'm a TJ fan. I'm a fan of TJ Dillashaw. I know that that's not a popular thing nowadays, or it hasn't been since he popped. I love his fight style. I uh, I understand that he he has some baggage with him, especially when it comes to some behind the scenes things from Alpha Male. But mm-hmm. I think I think he's a he's he's an exciting fighter. He's an entertaining fighter. He's got a unique style, and that's what I'm here for. You know, it's why I like uh, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, right? I I'm a huge fan of of his style. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's what I want. I want to be entertained. It's unique. I I don't know if TJ wins. Saint Hagen's pretty good, man. Um, I'm curious to see if TJ still has it in the sense of. <clears throat> By have it, I don't mean his physical ability. I don't mean his ability to move with speed or chain combos or take down or protect the uh, takedowns or win the clinch. What I mean by still have it, I mean back when TJ Dillashaw was fighting Henry Cejudo to become a double champ, he was one of the creme de la creme fighters in the UFC. He was one of the top elite fighters where being a double champ was something that people were almost expecting to happen. Right, mm-hmm. that was a thing. That was a holy shit. T.J. Dillashaw, one of the best right now. Can he? Can he do it? Can he become a double champ? That was the discussion about T.J. Dillashaw. Does his? Does his style? And we kind of had this discussion about GSP. Does Dillashaw's style still remain effective against today's, like you said, modern warriors? Mm-hmm. You know, it was super effective back then, two years ago. Does is it still have the same pop? Does it still have the same? This is the same. This is the same conversation about Wonder Boy, who's actually also fighting tomorrow, about uh, against Gilbert Burns. Wonder Boy has that unique karate bladed style, hands at the hip, um, switch stance, uh, 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 style, right? Uh, technique. Mm. Nobody else fights like that. How long does that last as far as being an effective style before it gets figured out and solved? Right? We don't know. We don't know. And that's, I mean, uh, I think Stephen Thompson fought Vincent Luque before this fight, and he won, and he fucked up Luque. I remember, I, I, I remember he won, and he fucked him up. But it's a, well, when does this style get solved? Right? This, mm. Like, the answer, the solution to the style, it happens. We're seeing it with John Jones before he moved to heavyweight. Yeah. He, he was... He was getting hit. It was going the distance of going, yo, I think he could have lost. I think he lost that fight. I think he had two fights. Two fights, I think it was. Where it was, I, he was, uh, yeah, he was losing one fight. And then the other fight, um, it was like a split decision. And everybody went, that was a robbery. Mm-hmm. Like, Reyes should have won that one. So, yep. 
the style gets figured out eventually. And I'm curious when I say, does he still have it? Does his style still pop? You know what I'm saying? Right. What, what, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, I, I, man. That's the thing, too, because, I mean, you know, with someone like TJ, I mean, these, these guys can just literally look up his entire career on video yep. and just study the tapes. And study every step. A lot step. of these newer guys. Yep. Exactly that. Step by step, every punch, every counter, every kick, every takedown, defense. I mean... He definitely doesn't have the advantage when it comes to that. I mean, as far as style goes, who knows? I mean, then again, who else today can you think of has a style similar to his? So my my question being also, if he were to come back, is it going to be more of a refreshing thing? And would his opponent actually be a little taken back by it? It could be. It could, you know it could, what I mean? it, like, is it that unique to where, you know, this guy, he could watch all the videos he wants, but until he's actually up against it, he's not truly going to learn. Right. And maybe a rematch will settle things. Right. Right. That, that was the Dominic Cruz situation for how many, how many years? You can't replicate yeah. Dominic Cruz. Exactly. <laughs> It, you're right. That's a that's another way to look at it. It could 100% still remain effective because it is so unique. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I'm excited, man. I, I, I want to watch it. I want to see how he does. I want to see... I want to see him win. I want to see a TJ Dillashaw in the top three causing drama and chaos again. I want to see... That's mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I don't know if you are. I'm here for that fucking shit. I want... I want some crazy ass shit happening. That's what I want. You know, a part of me too is like also kind of excited that these guys back when like you and I were going out to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's kind of giving me a little excited that there is a return. Although, yeah, they might be a little bit older. I, I don't know. It's It's almost nostalgic. It's like, damn, these guys are coming back. I'm just waiting for GSP, just a surprise return. No, I think he uh, said he's done done. No, of course. <laughs> um, but I mean, look who they have in the works for sa- uh, September, you know? Uh, Nick Diaz. Yeah. It's being discussed. Oh, yeah. Nothing official yet, but they're they're shooting for September. Oh, dude, that's going to be a fire, a fire card. Oh, gosh. The crowd's going to go fucking nuts. Yeah. The crowd's going to go yeah. fucking nuts. And you know he's going to come back with the same attitude and everything. Oh, yeah. I could already see it. I could already see the press conference. The first question um, <laughs> being, so, Nick, welcome back. You know, it's been a long time, especially with the suspension of everything. Um, how do you feel? Uh, how do you, How does it feel to be back? And and did you miss it? What, what are you most excited about? Um, what are you most excited about in your return? <laughs> and Nick just saying, man, I fucking hate this shit. Fuck all this shit. I don't want to do any of this shit. I'm here just because, you know, I want to get paid to kick ass again. And I'm like, you know, fuck this guy. 
<laughs> yeah. Boy, we're going to see some calm down Nick Diaz getting deep with us about uh, and being retrospective on his career and his legacy and what he wants to prove and all that shit. Fuck no, that's not going to be Nick Diaz. What I'm curious about is do you think Nate Diaz ends up back in the shadow of his brother? You know, or do you think now they're finally at that point where it's like even playing? I think it's very even right now. Yeah. I was watching the press conference and when somebody asked Dana about Nick Diaz's return, the place blew up. The second, the second they said, Nick Diaz is scheduled to return this year. Is there any further discussion? Everybody just started going like, Stockton, Diaz. Like, like everybody just started yeah. screaming for Nick. I think there's going to be the pop for Nick, but I think there it's going to be an equal thing where if you see Nate and Nick on, on camera, it's going to be just mayhem. Um, mm-hmm. I, think, I think the real the real important part of that is it's going to all depend on how he looks. If he comes out right. and he's looking like Chuck the Dell, <laughs> that's a problem for the DS brand. That's a problem. You know, I mean, I have seen recent photos. He, I would say he probably looks the same or maybe just even a little bit more shredded, if anything. Oh, he looks I haven't seen him move. I've only seen pictures. So I've, to be fair, I've never seen videos of him training or anything. Oh, yeah, no, he looks uh, shredded. But just looking at him. He looks like he's there. He looks like he's in shape and he's ready. Like he's ready now. Well, he's what? Like he was ready a few months back. I'm pretty sure if you're, I think he's vegan or a vegetarian, but he, when you're doing, you know, Ironmans as a vegetarian or a vegan, I, I think you get pretty shredded um, Yeah. <laughs> when you're a strict diet like that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. No, he, he's definitely still in shape, I think. I think that's not a problem. Um, I'm curious. I'm really curious to see who he fights. Mm. and see what that does for yeah dude that's gonna be the biggest comeback i think out of all the comebacks i think nick diaz coming back is gonna be the biggest holy shit moment it's been what five years four four five years yeah five it's been five years He, he was suspended for five yeah holy shit i'd say this is probably just as big as gsp coming back after four years except this time, someone's actually going to be staying for a little bit while longer. Yeah, but the crazier part about GSP is GSP came back straight into a higher weight class for the championship belt, which he won. Yeah. Which is the yeah, fucking crazy out-of-this-world situation. I can't believe that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. I wish he could have at least defended it maybe like but just imagine two or three more times before... I know, retiring, but. I know, but imagine Nick Diaz came back, a weight class heavier, won the belt, immediately coming back after five years off, and just fucking like lit a joint in the middle of the octagon, <laughs> and just went, 209 Stockton, bitches. And just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How crazy would that arena be if that happened? Holy fuck. You know what they need to do? What? Because now I'm I'm like thinking about these <laughs> veterans coming back again. They need to make an organization for veterans. You've said people this. that have been retired. You've said I, this. I have said okay. Like they do. Like people in their mid forties or older. If they're just like, hey, you know what? You still you're still hungry, kind of. You want to taste? Yeah. Like, 
We'll pay you. And to be fair, you will be going up against someone your age, also retired, but you guys are famous, Hall of Famers. That's what it needs to be, like a Hall of Famers league or something. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and I think it would. I think it would sell. Um, not as big as the UFC, like not as big as. Oh, of course. But it would still be. It would still get eyeballs. I think it would one hundred percent still get eyeballs. Um, but you, but okay. Quick recap. Sure. Are you excited for Tita Dillashaw? Uh, what are your I've thoughts? Never. I've never been as big of a fan as you are. Um. I do. He's kind of like, um, who do I think of? Pretty much what I'm saying is like, I respect him. I, I, I do recognize him as someone who, like you said, is like, or is, or was at one point, like an elite fighter within the company. Uh, I just, I've never been like a huge fan though. Uh, so I'm glad he's coming back. I'm not excited though. I'm not like super excited for him in particular. Okay. Um, if anything, it's more of Nick so far. Oh yeah. Nick's, I think Nick is going to be the biggest return. Yeah. Uh, by far. Um, okay. Okay. I was, oh, okay. I was going to think of like, uh, uh, Gagey. Oh, okay. What do you mean? You're, you're constantly praising him, but every time I see the guy fight, I'm like, ah, he just doesn't do anything for me, though. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I I get it, but I don't get it. Right. It, it's just it's just your flavor. It's just some people yeah. like vanilla and some people like chocolate. That's that's kind of yeah. just what it is. You don't get me wrong. Am I tactically? Am I am I aroused tactically when I watch a Diaz fight? No, I'm not. It's it's very obvious what's going on. It's not a lot of traps are being set. I don't see a lot of programming. I don't see any uh, never seen before whatevers. No, it's just it's a it's a strap. It's a Mm. DS crap. It is what it is. That's that's kind of what it is. Um, So I see what you're saying. But with yeah, but with the with Nick's comeback, though, I wonder if it's a situation where, you know, again, as we've discussed with Nate, in particular, you know, these guys, they're in the business for one thing. And I think I, I have a theory. It's literally in their contract. It's like, you guys are never going to see the belt, but however, you guys are going to sell, you're going to sell a shit ton of tickets. You're going to fill these fucking seats in the crowd is going to love you no matter what belt or no belt. Do you think Nick is coming back? But this time it's like that passion where it's going to be for the belt. Or do you think he's going to play, the like uh, the bad guy along so, with his brother. So that's that's so interesting because I feel like when Nick Diaz got suspended, he was burned out. Mm-hmm. I think he was burned out. Um, he sounded burned out when he talked. He uh, <coughs> his attitude about the fight game. <coughs> he seemed very worn out. I wonder if this five-year hiatus cleared his mind and rested his soul and refocused him in what he wants out of this. Because he could just be after big paydays like his brother, or he could say, I want to go out with a belt to my name. And I'm coming Mm -hmm. back for one last run. And I'm putting everything I got into this one last run. You know? Um, I don't know. 
it's that's that's the most curious part. <clears throat> the most curious part is is he coming back for the money? Or is he coming back for the belt? <clears throat> because one is easier to achieve than the other. So, correct. So, yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we will definitely see. I'm definitely very intrigued. Uh, speaking of belts versus money, tomorrow's main event. Mm. Mm. I've been saying a lot first about my thoughts, so I think it's your turn to go first with your thoughts. What are your thoughts about tomorrow's main event? The saga ends. The end of the trilogy. So it's very interesting, right? Because I feel like in the second fight, um, they went into it with so much fucking respect for each other. I mean, they were literally about to like fuck each other. It was disgusting. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the exchange of you didn't like it. You didn't like the respect. Oh no, 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 no. What? I, no, I, I did. I, I did. Um, no, I was getting to the point. I mean, they're like exchanging their products with one another. You know, there. Then there was the deal about the whole charity thing, which I'm pretty sure is the main cause of all this. Yes, uh, I think so too. But um, you know, and then coming back into the third fight from what I saw in the press conference. Right. Um, you know, Connor being old school Connor. He is definitely back to being old school Connor right now. Verbally, he's being old school. I, yes. I mean, we'll have to see how he is in the octagon, but Dustin kept his cool uh, from, you know, I mean, he probably threw a, a, a verbal jab at Connor, I think twice from what I saw in the press conference. Yes. Uh, but other than that, he kept his cool. He even said, hey, no, I, you know what? I still respect Connor for who he is as a fighter and what he's yep. done for the sport and blah, blah, blah. And and Connor, you know, interrupting him here and there and saying his Connor shit. <laughs> I feel like... You're fucking dead. Fucking dead, You know dead what it man. is? I honestly feel like there was maybe some inner rage still with Dustin. In particular. Oh, Dustin was Not, definitely, I think, holding back a bit near the end. The way the whole charity issue <coughs> exploded, I mean, I don't know who was right or who was wrong in the situation. I, you know, and I get it. There were some sketchy things going on. It seemed like on both ends, the way it was perceived, yep. depending on who you're hearing the story from. Uh but Dustin threw the first punch in that situation. Um, so I, I think there was still something eating at Dustin inside, even though he had already won. Uh, and of course, you you let loose and you enrage Connor. And now this is happening. And just like what Connor does best, when he loses, he learns his lesson. <laughs> He corrects his mistakes, and he's going to go back in there and win. He hasn't lost rematches yet. No, exactly. Exactly. He is very dedicated to watching his footage. Where did I fuck up? Actually, it's not even that. He tells you right after the fight how he fucked up. And then he goes and corrects it. Mm -hmm. He already knows what he did, acknowledges it, and then dominates in the rematch. So... I feel confident that Donner, uh, Donner, Dustin will lose to Connor. How? Um, 
How? Uh, I'm going to say knockout. I'm going to say knockout, and oh, I will yeah. give it... Yeah. Ooh, the rage building up. Ooh, uh, a rageful Connor. Maybe second round, if it lasts that long. Second round, holy I don't shit. want it to last that long. I feel like it's it might end in the first. Wow, that's the vibe you're getting? Despite what happened? <laughs> uh, second round at most. Jeez. By knockout. Oh, boy. I'm not saying Dustin hasn't been on his A game or anything. I, I'm sure he has also been training hard. You know, listen, he's an amazing boxer, you know, um, and look at his just just the last few years, how he rose to the top. Oh, yeah, Dustin's an uh, animal. Absolutely. I just think with Connor's patterns and the way he uh, strategizes are you rematch? It's it's like you said. No one has ever. He's never lost a rematch, and no one has trained in a. I guess mentally to prepare for that, knowing that he does recognize his mistakes. Should we find another flaw, perhaps? True. In his style to now win the rematch. There's a lot of Diaz two vibes from this Connor. It's mm. not the same seriousness that Connor had back then, but you see a lot of the similar behaviors, the way he's training, the fact he built a gym dedicated just to train out here to prepare. Uh, he did the exact same thing with Diaz. Um, he built a gym, like he built an entire gym mm. <laughs> just to train. I think he, oh, the other thing, I don't know if you picked it up in the press conference, his family's not here. Connor's family. Connor left his family in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So he came to America just to train. So, like like we said before, uh, angry, dedicated Connor is a different level of Connor. A focused Connor is a very different Connor. He wasn't focused first in Mingamedov. He wasn't fully focused against Dustin. It's... Yeah, he was focused against Cowboy, but a lot of that I think was also on Cowboy just shrinking in the in the spotlight on that one, and not mm-hmm. being ready for it. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued about the strategy of it, and rewatching the first fight, I'm pretty sure it's up on YouTube by the UFC. Uh, rewatching the first the or not the first fight, the second fight, the last fight, rewatching the last fight, Connor catches him a lot. Connor still has very elite level striking. That even though he was mainly boxing, his biggest problem was being heavy on the lead leg, right? And and catching those calf kicks and not checking the calf kicks well enough. That was what stopped him because that that stopped his movement, so he couldn't escape. Mm. And then Dustin pounced when he had a moment. But there were a few times when Connor flushed on Dustin, and it was it was a damn good fucking shot, you know. So. I don't think it goes the distance. I think Connor gasses if it goes the distance. I think uh, third round knockout. By Connor. By Dustin. Really? Yeah, by Dustin. 
I think Dustin has power as well. We saw that. I mm. think Dustin, I've, I've, we've always said it, Dustin is super accurate. He's a very accurate puncher. Um, we saw them, we saw, we saw flashes of the two of them, um, you know, on the inside, you know, uh, boxing essentially and mm. slipping and countering. And in those exchanges, Dustin was, was keeping up. And that's what that's what won Dustin the fight. They were in they were dirty boxing range, and Dustin was just pouring it on, and he was flooding every defense and counter that Connor was trying to do. Now, granted, <clears throat> Connor didn't have the leg to move, so he couldn't really get off the fence. He had to just sit there and try to try to parry and get out of there, and he couldn't. Mm. But I just see Dustin having overall better capacity when it comes to his physical level. I'm not saying his talents or skills. I'm just saying his physical level. Um, mm. I think he's able to make it happen again. Um, it's weird, though, because I feel like a loss. I feel like if Dustin lost, if Dustin Poirier loses tomorrow, I feel like his stock doesn't really drop. But if Connor loses tomorrow, I feel like his stock finally drops. Mm. Connor's taken a few losses and his stock hasn't really dropped. But I think tomorrow it does. If he loses the trilogy, I think it does. Well, it'd also be his first time losing twice in a row. Yeah. So because of that, because of the fact that this is such a big reputation at stake, I think he is going to win. I know I just said Dustin, but I do. Th- that's what I believe without emotions. But with emotions, I think, I think Connor wins. I think when Connor was was rematching against Nate Diaz, that rematch was very serious to him. Not just because it was a loss, but because that was the first blemish on his reputation. Mystic Mac mm. failed. You know, the the one hit the one hit knockout power didn't work. You know, right? He was mortal. He bled. Literally, you know that was a. Oh, he can be beaten moment. And I think he recognized that. And that's why he trained with such focus and such determination to win. And that's why he was so fucking serious in the rematch. Because he knew if he lost the rematch, his reputation would take such a dive. Mm. And he wouldn't have the opportunities that he got. So, I I do believe... Emotion. We're looking at it with that kind of emotional uh, introspective view of, of it, or or perspective of it. I think Connor is going to win. I don't know how, but I think he's going to win because I think he's just so willed because of the damage to his reputation if he loses. But realistically, with no emotions, I'm going to call Dustin Poirier third round because I think from a skill level and from a physical capacity level, mainly a physical capacity level, I think Dustin has the ability to throw power and volume during all stages at all times of, of a fight versus Connor, right? Don't think he has that ability as the fight goes on um, to throw the power uh, as, as the fight wears on. Uh, I think Dustin also recovers better cardio wise. And I think mm-hmm. Dustin fights better when he's tired. Um, not that he's clean or perfect, but I think he survives better than Connor does when the fatigue sets in. So I'm going to say Dustin wins third round. But I think emotionally, looking at it as a as a fan and less of a, an analytical standpoint, I think Connor's going to 
I think Connor's going to take it in that sense because, again, I think the stakes are so high for him. Because mm. what happens if Dustin loses? He has to fight in somebody else, and then he's right back at he's right back at you know fighting for the belt. What happens if Connor loses? You know, the stakes are mm. much higher here. Yeah, that's how I view it. Also, there might be a slight amount of confidence that Dustin has because he knocked out the infamous Conor McGregor. I sense that. I don't know if you sense that. I sense that in the in the in the in the presser. There was yeah. this air of confidence. He even said he goes, "Yes, yeah, because I fucking knocked you out. McGregor fast, McGregor sleep, you know, and put the mic down." I, I think it's yeah. because he he knows that he did that to the the infamous McGregor. So he 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 know he he's on his level. He th- he he's thinking right. Mm-hmm. So that perception, of, and he is, he totally is. But the perception of confidence from that, I wonder if he has the fear of losing, the same, as Connor does, and that's that's what I'm getting to. I think Connor has more fear of losing tomorrow than Dustin does. Okay. So I think that's the driver behind it. Um, hmm. But yeah. I think again, from a paper on paper standpoint, I think Dustin uh, has more levels of abilities, and I think that's why he takes it in round three. Um, I think round one is a lot of striking. I think round two gets gets a little clinchy. Uh, McGregor starts getting a bit tired. Round three, uh, it goes back to clinchy. It starts off clinchy again. They circle off. They go back to firing, and I think Dustin pours it on, and then he wins. That's what I think from a pay per view perspective. But from an emotional standpoint of a fan, I think Connor has like, cause when I say emotional, we're talking about intangibles, right? We're not talking about measurable things. So mm-hmm. I'm saying emotionally, I think Connor has more at stake. And I think that's why he focuses much harder in the rematches because he can't lose twice in a row. He's the infamous right. mystic Mac. That's why his family's not here. He's like, I don't want distractions. He even said in the presser, uh, somebody asked him about his family and he goes, even when you're not, even when you have an off day with the family, it's not an off day, right? Mm-hmm. It's not an off day. You're still working. Different type of work, but you're working. So yeah. he's focusing 100% with all of his energy and resources on his task, which makes me think, oh, he knows what's at stake if he loses. He knows the hit to his his image. He knows the difficulty in coming back and, and getting the shine back on his name after that. So... Yeah, I'm I'm curious. He's been talking about how he's training in all aspects of MMA, not just boxing, like he did in the last fight. Because um, apparently he was trying to line up a Pacquiao fight, and that's why he was primarily boxing. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so he said, "Nope, I'm back to MMA. The full sp- the full aspect, the full range of martial arts. I'm back and doing it." Hmm. So. So yeah, so yeah, we'll see. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? Exciting. <laughs> isn't it? Uh, are you gonna say you have to watch it? I think I have to. <laughs> yeah. I might get back. I might. I might tweet tomorrow night. I might get back on the the Twitter handle and. Uh, oh, the tweet by tweets. Oh yeah, the the fight <laughs> MMA. Yeah, I might get back into that and uh, maybe post some of my my breakdowns on the fly on the go. Um, there you go. Yeah, I might. I don't know. There's a lot of good fights tomorrow night. I don't know. Um, the the problem is just uh, the time it takes to do that shit. Mm-hmm. it's so much time to watch that stuff 
It's so much time to watch these fight cards. These aren't light fight cards. These fight cards are hard as shit. They take so long, man. These fight cards take forever. You know what I'm saying? It's a six-hour fight card. That's almost yeah. a working shift of fights. <laughs> but yeah, if you're listening That's and you want to see what I what I tweet when I do decide to pay attention to fights, um, it's Fight Matt MMA on Twitter, and that's where I go to uh, to tweet out my breakdowns and uh, analytical input. So that's that's how I view it. Oh man, <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fucking great. It's gonna be so great. Um, yeah. Okay. Any uh, any last thoughts for tomorrow? For tomorrow in particular, uh, no. Like I said, I, I'll I'll probably have to stay up, watch that fight. Um, I'm confident with my second round knockout by Connor. Um, other than that, like I said, I'm just uh, I'm kind of waiting for September at this point. So Nick Diaz returns. Yeah, no. Yes. I mean. Um, I think we'll be able to record before the Dillashaw uh, fight, so we'll be able to break that shit down and uh, and talk that shit out. So that's going to be exciting. It's going to be yeah. exciting. So all y'all listening, you should watch the fights and uh, and enjoy that shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, in that case, thank you, everybody. Uh, again, apologies on uh, being sick and because we're bi-weekly that was quite the long hiatus but we're here we're still here uh thanks for tuning in peace later